Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Isn't That Goddamn Magical edition. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm always sort of expecting you to say like, uh, isn't blood and guts like coming out of your eyeballs edition? Like I'm always expecting <laughs> something terrible. <laughs> magical sounds great. We're, we're taking a magical turn today. Okay. <laughs> I love a magical turn. <laughs> Today is in between 090, largest cave art in North America found. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Oh, it gets even cooler. And giant sinkhole with a forest inside. No. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I, I, read that along, it's, it's, I read that along with you and it sounds like um, this horror movie I saw, I think it's called like The Hole or something, but it's not but it's a hole in a forest and not a forest in a hole. So this is warped, man. <laughs> this, <laughs> your, your situation sounds devastating. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is definitely more magical. <laughs> yeah, this is magical. This is magical things in magical places. Uh, and I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the woman who is still stuck in the woods in Texas. I am with the one and only Marissa Riley. That's me <laughs> speaking to magical places. I am not in one. Uh, <laughs> I am in the woods in Texas. Uh, I miss New York. I will get home eventually. But for now, every night of my life is like the movie, The Strangers. Um, so if you know, <laughs> what that's like that's my reality anyway oh. i'm so oh. glad we're recording though and talking about something else <laughs> yes definitely far off places to um, <laughs> just take you away uh yeah dr riley is in the woods um and so our audio is a little different we're trying different things and we ended up with this so it's working that's I all think i care about it and you know and if it's not, we'll be back <laughs> in the same place next week. That's right. Oh, well, this Wednesday. We have an episode coming up. Or this Wednesday. I have no concept of time. <laughs> You're feral now. You've been in the woods Pretty too much. long. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. Um, but now that I know, I'm pretty damn obsessed. Yeah. Cave art and this forest sinkhole. I'm really curious about the forest sinkhole. I'm not going to oh lie. My God. It's, it's fucking gorgeous. I cannot wait to get to it. Uh, yeah. Today we have two stories, each about finding beautiful things in super unexpected places. Not only that, my friends, Together we've reached 090 in betweenies. Oh my gosh, that's right. Uh, Jill, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, congratulations. Y'all have been with us for 90 gorgeous, disgusting, horrifying, beautiful episodes. And I hope y'all are enjoying it as much yeah. as we are. Yeah, 090 in betweenies. It just blows my mind. It just blows my mind. In between yeah. sorry, I said yeah. episodes. <laughs> uh, whatever, this fucking thing, this hat, this thing that we do, this part yeah. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So round of applause. 
to everyone because you're making it happen. Just killing it. Gorgeous and gross. And we love you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you know, we had to go big today and the recent discoveries we're going to talk about will not disappoint. So should we begin? We absolutely should. My God. So to do so, we need to head back in time, a time of uh, studded belts, chonky shoes, ripped pants, awkward hair dye, oversized shirts in bright and neon colors. Sounds like fashion in the 2022s. Yup. <laughs> but my friends, I'm talking about 1998. Ah, the OG. Yes. Yeah. OG time. Yes, my friends, we are in 1998. And in the state of Alabama. Okay. <laughs> we're in Alabama, and I wish I could give you some more direction and narrow it down where in Alabama exactly, but the actual spot is only known to a handful of archaeologists and cave explorers. You know, it's not very often that like something is a secret like this on this level like that we can know that much about something but not where it is that's so cool this is a fucking secret this is like almost government level secret but like it's just a secret amongst archaeologists it's the cutest thing that's so cute oh my gosh i love it i love it so we are at a mysterious cave which means I hope you brought some flashlights and anti-anxiety medicine because we're going in. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) All the Lexapro. (laughs) We're going in. And uh, it was in this year, a gaping hole about 33 feet high and 50 feet wide was discovered. An opening which formed millions of years ago, dug out from the limestone cl- limestone cliffs. And honestly, I would avoid something this large and pitch black. But to some people, this kind of thing is irresistible. I and- just want to pause really fast um, and just say, like, I wanted to make, like, 8,000 vagina jokes while you said that sentence. And, like, I just, it, it was just beautiful, blossoming vagina joke yeah. territory. Yeah. Um, I can't really make one, but y'all get it. Um, <laughs> you dig out some limestone cliffs. I hate myself. Uh, Jill, it is Pride uh, Month. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I can say it. It's Pride Month. Every vagina joke you have, just let her fly. Yep. <laughs> Open them up. Oh, I really hope our mics are working right now because I'm. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, fingers crossed. We won't know till the end of the show. Fun. That's exciting. <laughs> so luckily, the folks who went in, their curiosity paid off in spades. Dr. Marissa, please tell us, as reported by Callum McLeavy of LiveScience.com, what did researchers stumble into? What did they name it? And why? What the fuck is happening? I would love to talk about it. All right, quote, the cave was first discovered in 1998 and remains unnamed, going by the moniker, uh, in quotes, the 19th unnamed cave in order to protect the discoveries within. 
The cave contains over th three miles of underground passages with the majority of paintings discovered in one large chamber, according to a 1999 study published in the Journal of Southeastern Archaeology. End quote. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. I want to watch this horror movie right now. Oh my gosh, three miles of passages with paintings. That sounds demonic, cave creatures, um, monsters, uh, the descent. I'm mm. here for it. I'm nervous. Yeah. Yeah. This, this definitely sounds like you've been in the woods too long. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just living it at this point. So I don't need to watch a horror movie. I just need to look out the window. <laughs> So everything is a horror movie for Dr. Riley right now. But my friends, <laughs> in this cave, the researchers actually discovered literally hundreds of images, all a foot to a foot and a half in length, depicting anthropomorphic figures, animals, abstract shapes. And they were incised into the cave ceiling, like literally etched out, uh, possibly produced by everything from human fingernails to pieces of wood. Put a pin in it. Wow. So people, I mean, the, the first art tool was uh, the long fingernail. I, I get it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. They just, they worked with what they had, basically. Yeah. Now, this place is super fucking special for a lot of reasons. And before we get into all of it, first, you're probably wondering who made these images and how really exactly. Uh, if you guessed the indigenous of the Southeast before the arrival of Europeans, you're right. Amazing. And, yeah, and thanks to the humid, condi humid conditions in, within the cave, the ceiling is covered with a thin veneer of wet mud at any given time, okay? And okay. this allowed, <laughs> so it's a, she's a little wet inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the jokes, they just keep. <laughs> I'm rolling in. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm going to think about for the rest of this cave portion. No, yeah. No one's going to remember anything other than this. <laughs> no I'm going to use this as like dirty talk going forward. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, anyways, continue. So, uh, so this thin veneer of wet mud, this allowed ancient artists to not only make these etchings or glyphs, if you want to be fancy, but the mud ensured that they were preserved long-term when they eventually dried. Got it, got it. So I just watched, um, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, an episode of Desperate Housewives. Um, and there was a, I'm so sorry, Jill. She's like, what are you doing? Uh, and there was, um, they found, a, they dug up a body and it was preserved because it was in wet mud for such a long time yeah. and look at the parallel here who knew <laughs> that this cave would have something in common with desperate housewives uh the synchronicity <laughs> the same thing don't rewatch it by the way it has not aged well it's very no. inappropriate no <laughs> this is coming from someone who can't stop making cave vagina jokes okay jill go back to the pod don't let me talk anymore <laughs> Oh my God. So let's get to the, the really fucking crazy part. Uh, <laughs> this one chamber, the one filled with the most glyphs, uh, yeah. is 
82 feet long. Oh my God. By 66 feet wide. Oh my God. But, but the height from floor to ceiling. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Marissa, I would love you to take a gander at the photo below. Please scroll. Please tell us what's in this photo. Is this room a twite? A, a twite? <laughs> I was thinking twat and tight joined in my head. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, is this room a tight squeeze? <laughs> a tight squeeze is a generous term for what this room is. This room is is short. It's squished. It's like it looks like a crawl space. It looks like from floor to ceiling, it must be like no more than like four feet. And on top of that, the ceiling has, um, and I'm going to get this wrong, stalagmites, stalactites. Ah, Dr. Marissa, you are listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it has it has the little cone things that come down from ceilings in caves. And so that makes it more like two or three feet of yeah. space. And there is, and I know this because in this photo there, I see the, the, the space as well as a man who's crouched down, um, hunched over, he's, and he's picking up his camera equipment. So it's, a, it's I don't want to go. Um, yeah. It's not for the claustrophobic. It's, no. yeah, you have to be on your knees the whole time. Otherwise, yeah, you might be impaled by one of these stalactites, just like you said. If, if you hit your head on this thing, you're fucked. You're done. You're <laughs> done. And if no one's there... I mean, don't, don't go down here without like at least two friends, you know? That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as also, all, by the way, all photos that we talk about today will be on our Instagram and social media stuff, so our Twitter. So please come on by and uh, hyperventilate when you see this photo because it's... I'm, I'm struggling. I'm going to actually scroll right past it. I can't look at it any, any longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So my God, uh, also in this photo is a spotlight. The guy brought his own lights. So here's the thing at some points in this cave, they might be from like four feet tall to as low as two feet. And you have to get, you have to like literally get down on your belly to get through. No, yeah. we talk about this all the time, but this, our podcast has made me realize like people love their jobs. Yeah. I would never do this, but someone has to like love doing this so much that they are in here. Like this is like incredible. I am so impressed by these people. Yeah, they fucking love what they do. God bless them. And because uh, needless to say, the physical features of this cave make research and finding glyphs a daunting, painfully slow task. Uh, yeah, here's some additional good news. You could also tell by the spotlight in this photo that the location is beyond the reach of natural light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I noticed that one. <laughs> so it's B-Y-O-L. Uh, so all of this means three things, okay? Okay. Okay, one, the artists kicked it Michelangelo Sistine Chapel style, laying on their backs or in a sitting position to dig into the ceiling. That's amazing. Fucking That's so incredible. cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah. Two, quote, the glyphs would have been made by torchlight, by burning bundles of river cane. 
that makes Han or Jan? Should we go by Han or Jan? Han. Ooh, that makes Han Simek an archaeologist at the University of Tennessee and lead author of a recent study on the 19th unnamed cave suspect that they were made by groups of at least two people as holding a torch while incising symbolic glyphs on the ceiling of a cramped cave would be difficult. Yes, there you go. Even a long, long time ago, they knew that you could not go in there without a friend. Yes. Don't go to a cave without a friend and like a good friend, someone Very who's good. gonna look out for you and hold the torch and- um, And not leave you there and to die. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> die together. <laughs> die together. So continuing the quote, uh, quote, this is not something they ad-libbed. Ad they went in there with a plan. They knew the images they were going to draw and the scale they were going to draw them at, said Han to, in an email to Isaac Schultz of gizmodo.com. That's amazing. That's so cool that it's all planned. They're, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so impressed with that. People have been incredible artists forever. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Save Good our job. school art programs. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. And finally, number three. Well, Han explained it best to live science this, this time. Uh, Dr. Marissa, why don't you tell us what pain in the ass Han was experiencing when exploring this cave? I would love to shed some light on it. Uh, in an interview, he noted, quote, in this particular case, the ceiling of the cave is very close to the floor. So your field of vision is limited by your proximity to the ceiling. Mm. Quote, yikes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In some, my friends, since 1998, the only glyphs found were those you could see with the naked eye face to ceiling. And this method of research went on until, wait for it, 2017. Wow, yeah, holy shit. Face to ceiling for decades. Wow. It was then, yeah, it was then in 2017, Stephen Alvarez of the Ancient Art Ar Archive, the Ancient Art I Archive, <laughs> you ancient, got this. Art, ancient Art Archive <laughs> went about the task, speaking of people who love their jobs, listen to this, this fucking guy did. He literally scanned the place with some good old modern technology. Literally hundreds of high resolution photos were taken and stitched together to make a 3D topographic Google Maps, if you will. That is incredible. That must have taken 5,000 years also to work somewhere called uh, the Ancient Art Archive and say that every day. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Maybe they call it AAA, AAA. That's already taken. <laughs> I don't know. I've Son of a bitch for too long <laughs> we, should have, we should have thought it through <laughs> we needed an extra letter in there yeah <laughs> people call us with car problems all the time <laughs> so after this massive scanning of the ceiling Hans Simek and fellow archaeologists had the entire ceiling of the 19th unnamed cave in their hands and a manageable size they could literally and finally step back and take a look at the whole damn thing oh wow Holy yeah God. it's a total game changer dr marissa would you like to take turns reporting on what they found when taking a look-see 
I would love to talk about it. All right, from Giz the Gizmodo article, uh, largest cave art in North America discovered in Alabama, quote, uh, in Han's paper, the researchers described the five largest glyphs they found. Several are anthrop anthropomorphic, nailed it, nailed it. Uh, with humanoid bodies, uh, bodies apparently wearing uh, regalia. Two of the uh, anthropomorphs, uh, anthropomorphs, yes, uh, were about <laughs> six, six feet long, and another was three feet long. Take it away, Jill. Thank you. The largest of the glyphs is an eleven-foot serpent with a pattern the team states is similar to that of the eastern diamondback rattlesnake, which is native to the area. End quote. So these were gigantic. Yeah. And these, it's so, I'm so glad they got it in like one giant picture that they could like zoom in on. That's mm. so, so cool. And I just love how huge they, they are. And I'm trying to imagine like a person actually lying on their back and doing this. And that must have taken ages and planning and friends. There you go. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> And maybe an alcoholic beverage. Not <laughs> <old> for sure. <laughs> so my friends, these figures make the 19th unnamed cave home to the largest cave art in North America. And let me tell you, even with this 3D imagery, these archaeologists have some fucking eagle eyes. Okay. The mud over the years has caked on a bit. So the glyphs are faint as fuck. But luckily, Dr. Marissa... The researchers provided some side-by-side -side photos of the ceiling, and uh, they also filled in like the, Im the images with like dark lines so we can see the figures that were created. So would you like to take a look of, of this anthropomorphic slash snake situation? I mean, me? fuck yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried we would get through this podcast and we wouldn't actually see them. And, oh. um, and I know that's just never, you know, that's not going to happen. We're definitely going to see it. We're doing it. We're doing it. So please come on by our social media stuffs and take a look. Just really squint. You're going to have to squint, folks. You can't. So Dr. Marissa, <laughs> please take a look at our six foot tall humanoid. Um, this is amazing. I will say, so I'm seeing three photos. The first one is what it actually looks like. The second one is where they filled it in. Um, and then the third one is just the drawing on a white background. And I will say the first one, which is what it actually looks like, man, this would be so difficult yeah. to see. Like I would walk past this and not think about it. Um, 110%. Mostly because I'm self-involved. But also <laughs> this must've been so hard to find and like see and photograph and like interpret it's but it's incredible it you know what as they filled it out so you can see it it does look like a, a little person it you know it looks a little scary but it's a person it totally it looks, looks like <laughs> yeah it totally looks like a person wearing head to toe some sort of some sort of um like a gown. ceremonial gear yeah a gown yeah they've got something in both of their hands yeah, uh, there's definitely like a, a story here. Yeah, like a, it almost looks like food stuff, but I think that's just because I'm hungry. So does it look like it's holding a fork? <laughs> yes, it's it's all about food delivery. 
nothing changes. <laughs> they got there seamless and they were like, this is the moment we want to capture is <laughs> take out. the burrito, that one burrito, that one time, five stars. We have to etch this into stone. It was so good. Oh my God. So here's another figure also about six feet tall. Uh, and I kind of think it's dancing. What do you oh think? God. This, uh, this one is definitely dancing. Once again, it's etched into rock. You can barely see it, but as they filled it in, it's very clear. This is a dancing person. They're doing kind of like, um, like a hip jig. <laughs> God, how old do I sound? What is, um, what is that thing where they do the, the, the fists in the front and in the back? That sounds like a terrible sentence. It to you. I think it's this. Oh God. All right. So she's standing up, she's in a kitchen and now she, oh yeah. She's doing that dance that kid that did on TikTok though. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this, yeah, this uh, cave art <laughs> was definitely before that kid. Yeah, the cave art did it first. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. The kids stole it. <laughs> Fucking kid. <laughs> Little bastard. Little yeah. If you take a look at the photo too, it looks like it's wearing a tube top and a skirt. That's all I got to say. Wait, hmm? wait. It yep. definitely is. I mean, this figure could be clubbing tonight, to be honest. <laughs> it works. Yeah, man. Nothing changes. No. So. Tube tops are forever. <laughs> tube tops are forever. Put it on a tee. Put it on a tube it top. Amazing. Uh, I love that your laugh keeps blowing at the mic. So that's. Oh that's my God. Funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll try to that's chill funny. out a little bit. No, no, please let it rip. I mean, that's how it sounds on my end. We'll find out what the fuck happens when we stop recording. <laughs> this is so funny. So, all right. We are down to our last and final image. It's the 11 foot long diamondback snake. Yeah. All right. Now, I have no idea how they found this one. It's even fainter than the other two we saw. Dr. Marissa, please take a look. Y'all at home, take a look. Would you find this in pitch blackness or would you find it even on a even on a document sent to you? Like, what the fuck? No way. I would have never found this. I would have never found this. I also see like 8,000 other, like you can't, I can't really see this particular etching, but I can see a lot of other etchings around it, which is really interesting. So I think there was a lot more to this photo originally, but as they have, you know, interpreted, it looks like a snake, but mostly it looks like a leg um, with fishnet stockings to yes. me, which I realized didn't exist then, but who knows, maybe like tube tops, fishnets are forever, so. Fishnets are forever. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. So I know what, you, what else you may be wondering, like how old these may be. All right. Drum roll, please. That totally blew out the mic. Okay, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> my friends, they're fucking old. A piece of wood, a piece of wood that had turned to charcoal found in the chamber was radiocarbon dated to sometime between the year 660 and 949. Damn, that's old. Yeah. That's old. Yeah, but get this. Some burnt remains of a cane torch 
were also found there and tested. This was dated even earlier, between 133 and 433. Oh my God. So this cave system has been a hot spot for creative indigenous folks for a goddamn long time, which means that vague snake is only the beginning of what's to be found in this cave. What, I wonder what other club clothes are yeah. in this cave. Do you think there are platform shoes or tank tops or bodycon dresses? I don't know. Hmm. I think there is, you know, we've only scratched the surface. No hey. Is that not the most perfect joke right now? Or is it just total barf? No, I think we should just quit while we're ahead. I think we're I mean, done here. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> so after the break, yes. I hope you like sinkholes. I do. And I hope you like secret forests too. I love them. Amazing. Today is your day. If you like both of these things, please stay tuned. Please do. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There are really many reasons to listen to our podcast, Big Picture Science. It's kind of a challenge to summarize them all, Molly. Okay. Here's a reason to listen to our show, Big Picture Science, because you love to be surprised by science news. We love to be surprised by science news. So, for instance, I learned on our own show that I had been driving around with precious metals in my truck before it was stolen. That was brought up in our show about precious metals and also rare metals, like most of the things in your catalytic converter. I was surprised to learn that we may begin naming heat waves like we do hurricanes. You know, prepare yourself for heat wave Lucifer. I don't think I can prepare myself for that. Look, we like surprising our listeners. We like surprising ourselves by reporting new developments in science and while asking the big picture questions about why they matter and how they will affect our lives today and in the future. Well, we can't affect lives in the past, right? No, I I guess that's a point. (laughs) So the podcast is called Big Picture Science and You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. We are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us. We hope you'll take a listen. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting. And I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it. I love it. And it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. 
we are so back we're so back and my friends every once in a while something happens that proves just how fucking magical the world can be i love it it's like the time that they brought back to go cocktails in new york yes. i was like the world can be magical and we do get something yeah, yeah. sometimes yes yeah. We do get some things. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, nothing's better than drinking in public. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> uh, just small things. So pack your bags, bring some climbing rope and a shit ton of it. We're heading on over to the Guangxi Guang Autonomous Region of China. Holy shit, <laughs> nailed it. I, let's, let's hope. <laughs> Like when you have to read another language that you have no concept of, it's important just not to think. <laughs> just do as little thinking as possible, move on, be nice to yourself. That's what my therapist oh. tells me. I feel like that applies to the situation. <laughs> yeah, I could practice this a thousand times. It doesn't matter, it, you, you just can't think. You just have to just roll into it real quick. Guangxi Huang Autonomous Region of China, specifically the county of Liwei. Amazing. I know. So mm -hmm. where in the world is all of this? Don't you worry. Please imagine the expanse that is China. You got it, man. <laughs> Point to the center. Okay. Now move your finger south until you hit the coastline. Okay. And voila, there is Guangxi, whose borders touch the South China Sea and Vietnam. Hot damn, there yeah. we are in, um, I'm not gonna try to say it, but that place. <laughs> <laughs> now, if this sounds beautiful to you, right next to Vietnam and, and on the South China Sea, you're right, this place yeah. is breathtaking. And honestly, the only other words I could use to describe the landscape here are flamboyant and dramatic as fuck. So those are those are my two favorite, not to interrupt you, those are two of the best adjectives, while also being two of the worst adjectives to be described as. You know, you're I wouldn't say you're doing something right if you're being described as those things, but you're doing something. Yes. Just put it on my tombstone. Flamboyant and dramatic as fuck. You got it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it tattooed on my knuckles. That doesn't work, okay. It could be two different neck tattoos. Like on one side, you could have flamboyant and on the other, dramatic as fuck. There you go. There's nothing more flamboyant or dramboyant. That, no, okay. I'm not drunk, I swear, I swear. Oh my God. I hope my mom's listening, so. Hi, Maria. <laughs> So, Dr. Marissa, I'd love to show you a photo of that landscape. And in that photo, among all the gorgeousness, you'll notice something really standing out. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, but please tell us what you see. And of course, if anyone wants to see this landscape, please come on over to our social media stuffs. This is fucking gorgeous. And I see your face. I can see her face and what you're thinking right now. Okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> okay, so I cheated and I looked at it a little early. Um, but I, I'm just going to talk about what I see, which is I see this beautiful image of uh, rolling hills and mountains and they're green and, and, and the air is like kind of misty and magical and there are trees. And then right in the middle, not in the middle, but kind of off to the side is just a big gaping hole. Yeah. It is so vaginal. It is so big. It is a big vagina. I'm sorry, Jill's mom, that I'm talking about this. Um, <laughs> you're awesome. See you at brunch. Uh, but yeah, it's a big hole in this mountain and it's like dark and um, it is kind of vagina shaped. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like a, a vagina. It's like a, it's it kind of shapes like an ice cream cone with ice cream. So yeah, it's like a slit, but with a little space. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna stop talking forever. <laughs> yeah, these mountains, just imagine rolling mountains, just endless to the horizon and they're lush and green, covered in trees and moss and mist. And then suddenly there's this vagina hole, like Marissa, yeah. Dr. Marissa, you're a doctor. We take your I word am. for it. So such a vagina. I'm freaking out. <laughs> oh man. So my friends, that big ass hole is a newly discovered sinkhole in this county, bringing the number of big ass sinkholes in the area to 30. Three what? That's too many sinkholes for an area. <laughs> there shouldn't even be one sinkhole in an area. Why are there so many, Jill? There are 30, there are 30 vaginas in this area, in these wow. mountains. Amazing. Yes, everyone. <laughs> so you probably have a lot of questions about this. So let's get into it, literally. <laughs> oh, this is not what I expected when I wrote this episode. You're so done. We're, oh gosh. Anyways, tell me more. So this particular doozy was found and explored by Chen Lysen and their exploration team of spele speleologists. Speleologists. Speleologists, AKA folks who love to research caves. Well, kind of like spelunking, right? Exactly. Boom. Exactly, spele speleologists. Rolls off the tongue. Now on May 6th, just a few weeks ago, the team took some measurements. And are you ready for this? Probably not, but tell me about it. <laughs> there are three entrances to this cave slash sinkhole. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the gaping one, the gaping one in that photo is 1,004 feet long. Oh my God, that's a big ass hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1,004 feet long and 492 feet at its widest. And for how deep? My God, drum roll, please. Uh, that, the mic did not pick that up. That's okay for drum. <laughs> After that, that was a drum roll. Uh, it is 630 feet deep. Is she deep? <laughs> She's deep. so deep. <laughs> it's according to LiveScience.com. How deep this thing could easily swallow the St. Louis gateway arch or the St. Louis gateway arch. Uh, I've never seen that thing in person. So I decided to have another visual. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, yeah, I have no idea. If you know, awesome, but I don't. 
Yeah, no one, no one really does. So, uh, so here's another visual. It could easily swallow the Great Pyramid of Giza. Not a problem whatsoever. I, I can see that it's a triangle, so it yeah. could swallow that big ass triangle. Exactly. Yeah, uh, the Pyramid of Giza is 454 feet tall. This uh, hole is 630 feet deep. So, there you go. Big hole. <laughs> How many no. times am I going to say that this episode? As many as I can. That's <laughs> not the time. <laughs> so again, Pride Month. So now these, these proportions didn't scare the team away. In fact, they were raring to get down to the bottom. And holy shit, once they got there, you won't believe what they found. So here's a picture from the ground looking up. Dr. Marissa, what do you see? Okay, okay. This is the coolest picture I've ever seen. Why isn't a Marvel movie taking place here? Why isn't any movie taking place here? Probably they have to preserve it because it's so cool. But imagine if you were in like a giant cavern that was huge and the inside, the bottom of the cavern was like this lush, tropical forest um except instead of a sky above you you look up and it's mostly the inside of a mountain with a hole at the top which is big enough to let in plenty of magical light magical light only it looks like <laughs> looks like there's a cloud in here it yeah. is so special i feel like a unicorn lives here i love it um I feel like if you went here and you like drank water from the leaves you would live forever and Mm. get powers probably yeah Yeah. power it's full of powers and yeah it has its own fucking little environment that's how big this place is and it's just its own little universe it's the cutest fucking thing yeah it's like an island but inverted that doesn't make sense (laughs) don't yeah, listen. y'all come on over to our social media stuff. So take a look and, and you'll be like, that's a, that's an inverted island right there. <laughs> Tell me if you agree. DM me. You can DM me personally if you want at not Marissa with one S uh, on Instagram or our WTI pod. <laughs> <laughs> so my friends, this sinkhole has its very own forest and I'm fucking absolutely thrilled to let you know this kind of thing. Mini forests in huge sinkholes, it's actually a very common thing. There's even a, fuck up. Yeah, there's even a word for it, Tian Kang, which is Mandarin for heavenly pit. Oh my God. Yeah. Heavenly pit. Heavenly pit. That's there beautiful. Is. I know. That's so, so beautiful. My friends, the trees that they found were 40 feet tall. Wow. And Chen told, Xinhua News, quote, the dense undergrowth on the sinkhole floor was as high as a person's shoulder, end quote. Oh my God. I thought it was kind of like grass, but it is like leafage yeah. up to the whole, through your whole body. That's insane. I really want to go, but also I don't know how I would get in or get out. That's right. Yeah, definitely think about it. Definitely yeah. think about it. <laughs> so Dr. Marissa, please tell us what was the reaction of George Venny to the news of this fresh wonder? I would love to talk about it. All right, quote, 
<laughs> this is cool news, <laughs> <laughs> said George Vinnie, executive director of the National Cave and Karst Research Institute in the US, uh, told Live Science, quote, the discovery is no surprise because Southern China is home to karst topography, a landscape prone to dramatic sinkholes and otherworldly caves. Karst landscapes are formed primarily by the uh, dissolution of bedrock. Rainwater, which is slightly acidic, picks up uh, carbon dioxide and runs uh, through the soil becoming more acidic. Then it trickles, rushes, and flows through cracks in the bedrock, slowly widening them <laughs> uh, into tunnels and voids. Uh, over time, if a cave chamber gets large enough, the ceiling uh, can gradually collapse, opening up huge sinkholes, end quote. So basically this awesome sort of process happens from rain that's acidic, that mm -hmm. creates these kind of cracks, that creates these kind of caves, which creates these kind of um, sinkholes. Am I right? Exactly. 110%. Doctor, you got it exactly right. Yes. There you go. She gave me some finger guns. That's <laughs> I, I, I've kind of given Jill like a thousand finger guns, but I'm trying to keep them like out of screen. And oh, really? mostly, they're mostly just for me because <laughs> that, I, I have no reason anymore. All right. Let those hands fly. There you go. Yeah. Uh, here are some fun facts. 25% of the United States is karst landscape. Wow. Well, yeah, that's right. Or landscape underlain by limestone that can be worn down. Amazing. So we're just falling into a gigantic hole, which is great. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to this here hole. Chen told local news, quote, I wouldn't be surprised to know that there are species found in this cave that have never been reported or described by science until now. Oh my gosh. End quote. My friends, this is a good point. Sinkholes aren't just huge beasts that swallow cars. They're actually surprisingly important. Uh, for example, in one West... Texas hole, uh, probably right outside Dr. Morris's door right now. <laughs> probably in my backyard, yeah. <laughs> Explorers found tropical ferns growing abundantly. Ferns trip typically found hundreds of miles away. Dr. Marissa, any guess of how these tropical ferns got down into this cave in Texas? Um, I'm not cheating, so I'm not looking. Um, how did they get there? Uh, birds? Close. Close? Very um, close. I, I can't think of another frogs or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely close with the birds. Uh, they were planted by bats. Oh, that's so cool. Bats are really intense here in Texas, especially Austin. Um, yeah. People go see them. It's bizarre. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, my friends, bats are kick-ass pollinators too. Uh, theory is that the fern spores were carried to the spot by bats that migrate to and from South and Central America. So life hitches a ride that and that's how it spreads. Amazing. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. It's, oh, it, it gets fucking cooler. Check this out. Sinkholes are also a conduit to aquifers or deep stores of underground water. Very Quote, familiar with aquifers. Um, they, uh, a lot of the water in Austin is from the Edwards aquifer. Oh, holy shit. So you drink that water and it's like 
magical. Yeah. So get, get this. You are one of these people. Get this. Quote, karst aquifers provide the sole or primary or, sorry, let me try that again. I'm just so excited that I'm messing up this quote. Karst aquifers provide the sole or primary water source for 700 million people worldwide. That's you. That is <laughs> insane. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember we learned about that as, as kids and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard to actually figure out your drinking water comes from like a real place. Yeah. It's really it's, cool. It was formed by this karst aquifer uh continuing the quote but they're easily accessed and drained or polluted george yeah. venny said to live science karst aquifers are the only type of aquifers that you can pollute with solid waste i've pulled out car batteries and car bodies and the barrel of god knows what and bottles of god knows what out of active cave systems end quote so, cool. so i will not be drinking from the faucet again <laughs> i don't want to drink car battery juice I'm positive. Oh. I'm sure it's totally fine. Uh, Austinites. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too goddamn important, too important. So my friends, if you do need to toss your car battery, please don't throw it down a hole. There could be a secret forest down there or a huge pool of fresh water that Dr. Marissa has to drink from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a really nice person. Please don't poison me. <laughs> 700 million other people, literally. I'm happy to say, though, there are no batteries to be found in this new sinkhole, and there, there won't be any batteries anytime soon. Uh, Guangxi has been designated a UNESCO World Heritage Site, so it's protected. Uh, yeah, so let's hear it for holes, everybody. Hear it for holes. I love holes. <laughs> you heard it here first. Whatever, so Joe likes holes, too. I like holes, too. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> Happy Pride. I, I'm so glad this uh, particular hole is very protected. It's beautiful. And um, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. So thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the largest cave art that's somehow in Alabama. What? And, what? Yeah, I know. And uh, this amazing, beautiful hole. Please tell your friends about holes. Oh, tell your friends about holes. They need to be talked about. <laughs> and thank you for struggling with us, with our audio. Uh, you guys are absolutely, y'all, I should say, are absolutely fucking amazing. You're the entire reason we've made it to 090 in betweenies. And we're coming up on 100 episodes as well. We're busting out all over. Yeah, huh. we're busting out. I'm going to leave the woods soon. So we're going to be back to normal recording. But... Y'all are troopers and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> and please stay interesting. Please do.